of the key strengths of Understanding Society is that it surveys every member of the selected households. Dr Jonathan Burton is the Associate Director of Surveys. We and other researchers are interested in the way that people living together in a household affect each other's lives. For example, if one person gets a new job or loses a job, how does that impact on their life, also on the lives of people that they're living with? So we aim to interview all adults in the household, everyone aged 16 and above. We also ask young people, 10 to 15 year olds, to fill in a short paper self-completion questionnaire. So this is where we collect information from young people about their own lives, about their schooling, their social life, family, aspirations, what sort of thing they want to do when they grow up. All of that is of huge interest in its own right. It's also used by researchers to look at how early life impacts on their future outcomes. We're also interested in, in child development. So we ask parents about their young children, you know, about what's about their young children, you know, about what happened during pregnancy, but also about the child's birth weight, if they were born early or late, that sort of thing. We also ask parents about key stages in a child's life. You know, there are sets of questions we ask when the child is three, five and eight years old. So we're interested in all of our sample members, not just as individuals, but as members of a family. And you have original sample members and temporary sample members. Tell us how they fit together. At the very beginning of the study, everyone who was in one of those selected households is an original sample member, regardless of how old they are. So they could be a baby, but if they were living in one of those sampled addresses at the start of the survey, they're an original sample member. And these are our key people. And it's them that we want to follow throughout their lives. So if they move house within the UK, we want to interview them in their new home. We're also interested in the people who live with our sample members because it's this household survey, because these people might actually have a household survey, because these people might actually affect the lives of our sample members. So if someone does move into a household with one of our sample members after the survey started, we're interested in them. And if one of our members, for example, a young adult moves out of their family home, lives somewhere else, perhaps with a partner or friends, we're interested in those other people because their lives now impact the life of our original sample member. These new people are what we call the temporary sample members. They're sample members because they're still part of the study and we want to interview them, collect information about them. But they're temporary because we're only interested in interviewing them whilst they're living with one of our original sample members. It may be that these people are only living with our sample member for a very short time. Perhaps the, the sample member who's a student is living with a different group of friends each year. All of those friends might just be a temporary sample member for one year, but they could be part of the study for quite a long time. For example, they could marry our sample member, and then that means they could be taking part in the study for many, many years, part in the study for many, many years. And how do you keep track of all these people? And this is one of the big challenges for a longitudinal study like Understanding Society, which other surveys don't have to deal with. So the value of a study like this is that it does interview the same people each year, and that means we would really want to know where our sample members are who can invite them to take part each year. During the interview, we ask people to give us some contact information. We ask them if they could give us their email address, their home phone number, work number, mobile number. But we also ask them if there's someone else uh, who lives outside the household who we might be able to contact. We call that the stable contact and is often you know, a parent or a brother or sister. So if an interviewer does find that our sample member has moved away, the first thing they do is they'll ask the people at the house if they know where they've gone. And usually this is quite straightforward. So if one person in the household has moved, but other people are still there, for example, if an adult child has gone off to university, we can ask the people who are still living in the house. 
But sometimes it's more, more difficult if it's a whole household move. If everyone in the household has just changed address and there's completely new people in there, they often might not know where the people have gone to. So if interviewers can't get the contact information from the people still in the household, they'll try other contact details. So they'll try the mobile phone number and they'll try the work number. Um, if they still have no luck, they might try and contact um, our stable contact to see if they know where our person has moved to. You can also try to send them an email and ask them if they'd like to get in contact with us. Whenever we write to our adult sample members, we include a change of address card. And we encourage people to send this back if they move home. And if they update us with a new address, we can send them a £5 gift voucher as a sort of token of our appreciation. There's also a form on the Understanding Society website where sample members can let us know of a change of contact details. So we do try to make it easy for people to contact us. So for babies born into a sample household, they'll be surveyed for the rest, surveyed for the rest of their life. Yeah, so if you're born into one of our, our survey households, if your mother is an original sample member, if your parents choose to, they'll let us know about your early life. And when you're 10, you'll be able to fill out a paper questionnaire if you want. I mean, it's completely voluntary, but if you choose to do so, you'll get a £10 voucher. When you turn 16, you'll then be eligible for an adult interview. And if you want to participate, then you'll answer an interview, which takes about 45 minutes to an hour, once a year, and you'll receive £20. Your answers will be turned into data. Your name and address and other contact details will be removed. Your anonymized data will be put together with anonymized data from thousands of other people will be made available to researchers. We'll use it to try and answer a wide range of social, economic, medical questions as we follow your progress through childhood, adolescence, through your education, your working life, relationships, parenthood, through to retirement. Why do you think longitudinal studies like Understanding? A study like Understanding Society is important because it covers the whole age range. We get that family household context um, and because we interview the same people each year and that's really the key difference between a longitudinal study and a sort of normal cross-sectional survey where they interview people once and that's it. It's the only way you can look at individual level change. An example of this would be something like looking at poverty research. So if you did a survey of a couple of thousand households and you find that maybe 12% of them are in poverty, then next year you go back, you draw another couple of thousand households, you might find that 13% of them are in poverty. And it looks like poverty is changing very slowly. But if you are interviewing the same people, then what you actually find is that you've got quite a lot of people who are leaving poverty. You've got quite a lot of people who are entering poverty and you've got sort of people sort of bouncing around the margin. So actually, and you've got sort of people sort of bouncing around the margin. But actually, the whole picture is quite dynamic. Um, whereas if you were just taking these snapshots, it looks like it's hardly moving at all. And it also means because we are interviewing the same people each year, that we're following them through their life course. So we can have a look at things like their early childhood, growing up, the sort of education they had because of the family, you know, about their family background. And we can see how that affects and impacts things that happen later on in life. Does it affect the sorts of jobs they go into? Does it affect their health? And do those things affect what their lives are going to be like in retirement? If any of your survey participants are listening, what would you like to say to them? I'd like to thank them very much. I mean, this survey is built on our participants. We couldn't do it without them. You know, we need people who are willing to take part in this survey once a year. 
And we do ask a lot of them, you know, we ask them to sort of sit down with them and we do ask them about all aspects of their life. So some of it can be quite sensitive, but we are really grateful that the people who take part do that willingly because then so much comes from that. We're able to provide this rich research resource researchers all over the country and all over the world who do use this data in a lot of the research projects that they do.